The NFL is going 100% virtual for the 2020 draft. No team gatherings will be allowed. This is so strange. This is very strange. NFL owners, general managers, and coaches will not be allowed in the same room for this month's draft. The league just announced it's forcing its teams to go 100% virtual for the big day. Roger Goodell sent a memo to all 32 squads Monday informing them they must draft away from team facilities in separate locations in order to comply with the coronavirus guidelines. They said that we have reviewed this matter in the past few days with both the competition committee and the CEC, the memo said, and this will confirm that the clubs will conduct their draft operations remotely with club personnel separately located in their homes. Man, uh, that's that that's so crazy to me how that that'll make you really realize it besides when you're at the store and you see everybody with their masks on how real this is but just major things being shut down like the NBA the NFL of course the league shut down NFL facilities last month in an effort to help stop the spread of COVID-19 but it appeared ready to allow teams to get together in a at least some form of an off-site locations to draft anyways in fact, Sean Payton had planned to set the Saints War Room up at a local New Orleans brewery for the annual selection process, which is set to begin on April 23rd. But Goodell put the operation out of all of that, out of just commission, basically, this week saying all clubs should dedicate their personnel and technology resources towards preparing for a virtual draft with personnel in separate locations. Goodell says on the league's end of the process, they'll also be performing for their duties in separate locations, which means Goodell announcing picks later this month from his living room, I guess. I don't know. This is crazy. We have YNW Melly back in the news again. Supposedly his lawyer is begging him for his release, begging for his release over this COVID-19, um, saying that he's on the verge of actually dying from the disease. The rapper's lawyer, Bradford Cohen, filed legal documents obtained by TMZ claiming the rapper in prison awaiting his murder trial is suffering from severe chills, heavy labored breathing, headaches, and body aches since he tested positive for the coronavirus. Cohen says Melly weighs 114 pounds and has not been monitored by medical personnel every hour like they're supposed to be doing. And there's this thing, Cohen claims that Melly's been holed up in a cell with another inmate who also has COVID-19. And there's fear if the virus can be mutated or passed, reoccurring between individuals or how that's actually working. And um, that's crazy. They have a couple of people at that prison with the, with the disease and he's actually being held up in the same cell. That's crazy. Uh, so they got two people with the disease in the same cell. They're begging for his release. We talked about it before. They were talking about the rapper 6ix9ine. 
I, I almost laughed at the thought of it of him being released early over the COVID nineteen stuff, but they're saying that's the reason why he actually was released. So, um, supposedly he already was released six night over this COVID nineteen stuff. Uh, YNW Melly's team is trying to get him released quickly. Uh, Cohen, his lawyer, claims that there's a lack of preparedness by the jail for this type of epidemic. And they have not given them masks, cleaning supplies, or anything else that would be beneficial regarding his recovery. This is against all recommendations of the Surgeon General and CDC. Melly's asking the judge if he can get out of prison like 6 9 and if he could be placed on house arrest and treated at a medical facility at his own expense. Melly, of course, has been sitting in a Florida jail for more than a year after being arrested and charged in the double murder of two of his friends. Not that that matters why he should. Uh, well, you know what? It does matter what it was and if he if he did it and he, you know, he's trying to get out. And another thing you need to take into factor, be, and I'm not hating on this person at all. It's just like just because you're a famous person doesn't mean that you should be able to get out of prison faster than somebody else that may be um, vulnerable to the sickness as well and they could benefit from getting out if they were older and they could die from the virus or something like that so that's my only thoughts on that them trying to push their date them getting out sooner over the virus well everyone's going to get the virus so i i think put putting you in front of the line is just kind of like you know it's kind of bullshit man have you ever heard love will make you do crazy things the next topic for today, tonight, wherever you're at today, or tonight, is Floyd Mayweather's daughter stabbing NBA Youngboy's baby mama. So um, apparently, Floyd Mayweather's daughter is dating NBA Youngboy, and she had an altercation with the baby mother of NBA Youngboy, the rapper. Um, the mugshot... Um, she looked like um, she looks like she meant to do that shit. She looked kind of whacked out, like she he got her on some type of dope, like some some horse tranquilizers or some crazy shit. Got this bitch all fucked up. Um, TMZ Sports has just obtained Mayweather's mugshot, and it's not Floyd Mayweather; it's his daughter this time. According to the police, Ayana stabbed Jacobs multiple times in the bicep. She was transported to the hospital in stable condition. Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Ayana, has been arrested for felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Um, we just learned that it appears that there has been a, it was a confrontation over NBA Youngboy. Ayana Mayweather is currently in Houston. Harris County Jail. I believe she was already released by the time you guys are hearing this story. Uh, she was in Houston, Harris County Jail after getting arrested at 1.30 a.m. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ she was the alleged victim and NBA young boy were at his home when Ayana arrived and told the woman, um, I can't even say this name, Lapatra, La Lapatra, Lashai Jacobs, she was young boy's fiance, and Jacobs should leave the house. Jacobs then told Ayana to leave. 
We're told the argument moved into the kitchen. And that's where things got spooky, where Ayana was holding two kitchen knives. According to our sources, she had this planned all along. Jacob, Jason, Jacob stepped towards Ayana, and Ayana charged at her with one of the knives. Jacob's told cops she didn't feel the first knife wound, but then Ayana, all of a sudden, charged at her with another knife, <laughs> stabbing her again. When the EMTs arrived, Jacobs was laying on the floor. She was taken to the hospital. We do not know her condition. Um, I haven't read anything else about the girl that was stabbed, but I'm pretty sure she'll be okay when she was stabbed in her arms a couple times. It didn't sound like it was too serious, but it sounded crazy. The whole story just sounds fucking crazy. It's not about who it is. It's just the story overall is pretty whacked out. Her mugshot looks wacky. Um, young boy who was at the home at the time was briefly handcuffed by the cops, presumably at as a precautionary measure, supposedly. Uh, I don't understand why he was handcuffed. What did he do? Um, Ayana told cops Jacobs had incited her by initially pulling her hair outside. It, it does look like her lip was swole. It does look like her, her lip was swole. Like she was scrapping. Um, man. You know, like it, it does look like there was some sort of scuffle unless the police roughed her up when they um, grabbed the Ayana girl up. Um, but her mugshot definitely looks like she was punched in her lip or slapped or something. So her story is, is that Jacobs had incited her by initially pulling her hair outside the and then running into the kitchen where the confrontation went down, Ayana told cops she never met Jacobs before this day. So they never met before. This is the first day they met. And um, this is what happens when you're crazy in love. And this story and this, um, this situation is leading into the next story, NBA Young Boy. And I'm going to tell you why. So Kodak Black, the rapper Kodak Black, he's in jail. Supposedly, he's had a phone for a while now, and he's been online. And he said some things about NBA Youngboy, and they've been going back and forth. It didn't take long before NBA Youngboy responded to Kodak Black's comments about him, saying that he cooperated with the police on the arrest of his wife, Ayanna Mayweather, nicknamed Yaya. Um. In an Insta Live video, he had some things to say. He said about the incarcerated Florida rapper. He said, Yah, yah, and a little juicy tidbit asserting his disrespect for May Floyd Mayweather. He said some things like this. NBA Youngboy said um, basically that he Kodak is watching for him, and he's saying that. Oh, I cooperated about what, you stupid bitch, my wife. And in the video, you could see the girl behind him, with him, already out of jail. So he was like saying, what, I told on her, you know, she's here with me. He talking about this girl right here. Um, and then he said, this is what uh, I thought I misheard, but I guess I did not. He said... 
I'm inside my house that I paid for and not her bitch ass daddy, huh? And he's talking about Floyd Mayweather. That's what he's saying, saying her bitch ass daddy, like, and that's just crazy. Like you, you, you're going at Kodak Black, and then you just say, oh, her bitch ass daddy. So they must have friction or something, you know? The level in level of bass in his voice was unsettling, but not to Yaya. Um, she just got done with her stabbing spree, so she was doing just fine. She just popped up over his shoulder to make sure that people could see her face. Not wincing as he called her again, her father, uh, a bitch ass once more. More than anything, he was upset that Kodak Black would even try to comment about him while he was inside of jail. Kodak Black had a lot of things to say. I won't even go further into that, but look how that happens. You have all this drama, and then it folds into some other weird drama. It's all some weird, big drama. Weird story. But, you know, this she's in here stabbing, stabbing a bitch with kitchen knives in the kitchen, getting it in. It's pretty whacked out. That's our last story for the day. I'm going to save, you know what? I'm going to save Young Chop for tomorrow. We're going to talk about Young Chop tomorrow. He's been going at it um, online with everybody, and we've seen some crazy things. So we're definitely going to talk about Young Chop tomorrow. So stay tuned in. This is Name of Game Podcast. Let's go. United States, Canada, Poland, Russia, Sweden, United Kingdom, Taiwan, Australia, Netherlands, Ireland, Spain, Turkey, Philippines, China. Let's go.